I'm Sarah Golseth. And I'm Rachel Bomberger, and for Andy Bates. Thanks for joining me, Rachel. Oh, thank you. Uh, we get to go to our favorite state, or at least my favorite. Is it your favorite state? It, of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> there is only one right answer <laughs> to that question. <laughs> Especially when I'm running the board. Except not in March. Oh. Here the daffodils oh. are out. There they're still dodging like glaciers. Oh, well, that's so, true. I that's... thought you were talking about March Madness, too. No. I, no, I'd gladly go up see okay, Michigan good. State play. I know. I know. Yeah, let's not talk about the basketball game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was... Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> If you're in Michigan, you know what we're talking about. Uh, so today we get to talk about uh, something exciting happening uh, at my alma mater, high school alma mater uh, in the Detroit area. It is the 75th, uh, they're celebrating the 75th anniversary of the Lutheran High School Association in Detroit. So joining us today is Steve Meske, superintendent, and Paul Looker, assistant superintendent of the Lutheran High School Association. Welcome. Thanks for joining us. Well, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How is it in uh, beautiful Michigan today? It looks like it's 70 and sunny, but I'm sure it's not 70. <laughs> you can be sure of that. Yeah. yeah, it looks like that here, too. But it's uh, my phone says it's 33, so we're <laughs> yeah. almost there. Almost. We're getting there. <laughs> we're getting there. Um, so uh, we're here to talk about uh, a bit of the history of the Lutheran High School Association. Uh, it goes back uh, farther than probably uh, any of us uh, have been around, I think, uh, <laughs> 75 years. Uh, can you can you tell us a little bit of, of the need uh, that, that uh, was around 75 years ago in Detroit for a high school association? Yes, well... As I as I look back at uh, some of the the early records, uh, it goes back to 1943 in August. There were uh, a group of pastors, teachers, and lay people who got together. Apparently, they've been talking about starting a Lutheran high school for a, a good long time, and uh, they determined at uh, a meeting in August in 43 that they were going to move forward. Uh, part of the the notes and minutes from that meeting indicate that at that point in time there were 70 young people uh, attending Concordia Fort Wayne from the Detroit area. So 70 families were sending their kids to Fort Wayne because they wanted a Lutheran high school education for their kids. And so this group uh, determined at that point that uh, we really needed uh, Lutheran high school education here in the Detroit area. Area and so they uh, they got started on it right away. Um, as I look back at the minutes, it, it truly is a God thing, uh, a miracle. Uh, Seventy-five years ago in April, um, America was at war. Uh, there was uh, an outbreak of the polio epidemic. And uh, in April of 1944, uh, that group had put a down payment on a lumberyard building for their school. They had a balance of $600 in the treasury. They didn't have a principal yet. They had a call out to a guy. They had no students. They had no money. They had no faculty. They had no curriculum. They had no books, no furniture. 
They hadn't even applied to the Michigan Department of Education for approval to be a school, and they weren't incorporated. And yet, five months later, they opened in September to 168 freshmen and sophomores. It's just an unbelievable story on how God blessed this uh, this ministry from the very beginning. Wow. <laughs> now, of course, the Detroit area has been one of the most dramatically changing metro areas in the country for since that time, you know, with this massive, huge city that then urban sprawl and hollowing out of the inner core and now rejuvenation. How has that storied history sort of been mirrored and echoed in the story of the Lutheran high schools? Well, back in those days, uh, the core of the city, Detroit, was where it was at. That's where all the Lutheran churches, Lutheran grade schools were at. Uh, the association really started with one school on the west side. And uh, several years later, in 1957, uh, the, that was when Lutheran East uh, and Lutheran West uh, came out of that one school. So there was a school on the east side, a school on the west side, and then the uh, in the 70s, early 70s, Luther North uh, up in Macomb County was added as the Lutherans were moving north. In 78, uh, Northwest was added as the uh, Lutherans were moving to the Northwest. In 86, uh, uh, Lutheran Westland was added. So it, in 1986, we had five schools, and uh, over the next decade or two, we continue to lose uh, Lutherans in the core of the city. In fact, at this point in time, there are, are no Lutheran grade schools and no Lutheran high schools in the city of Detroit as the Lutherans have moved out into the suburban areas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and uh, I mean, that was part of, part of when I was uh, in, the, in, the, in school at Lutheran Westland, uh, that that story of, of the the schools moving out into the suburbs had definitely already already taken place. Uh, where where are you going from here? What is the what does the future look like for the Lutheran High School Association? Uh, Sarah, this is Paul. Hi, Paul. Hi, Paul. Uh, how you doing? Paul is the future. Uh, he'll yeah. be taking over superintendent <laughs> in like three months. So okay. I'll let him answer that. One. <laughs> yeah, and you know, the, I was just thinking as as Steve was talking the. Uh, you know, the changes in our Lutheran high school, one of the things that has been sort of a challenge for us has been the fact that when we used to be able to just rely on our Lutheran feeder schools, you know, pretty much everybody in our Lutheran feeder schools, if you were in a Lutheran grade school, you were going to the Lutheran high school in your area. And uh, our feeder schools were healthy. Um, but over the years, those, you know, the feeder schools have declined. And, you know, our percentage of Lutheran students has, has dropped a bit. And, you know, our, our, the, the makeup of our school is just looking a bit different. I, we still want to retain and we still, I would say our future is still to retain our identity as a Lutheran high school. Um, but we just, we're going to look a little different and we are going to have kids coming from, you know, from different uh, denominations, uh, non-denomination, Catholic, um, Baptist, Presbyterian, whatever, and we're just going to look a little different. We're going to teach the same thing. We're going to have the same values, the same goals, um, and we're going to see how we can get into the community 
beyond our Lutheran churches and feeder schools to provide a Christian education. That, that's probably our biggest challenge going into the future to, again, not only continue to be the place where our Lutheran grade school kids go, but to figure out how we get this message into the community to people that don't hear about us all the time in church, you know, because we're connected with those, with our churches and feeder schools. How do we, how do we get the message out into those kids that are in the public schools and families that are in the public schools um, to be aware and, you know, start to develop a value for the Christian education that we offer. Now, so what, I, what I've heard you telling me in this story <laughs> is that where the Lutherans go, the schools go, <laughs> and that those schools are something special, uh, and yeah. not just for Lutherans, for mm-hmm. anyone. Yeah, um, that's one of, the, one of the myths that we've had to, you know, we look, you know, within the recent five, five to ten years, you know, we kind of looked at what are some of the, the myths that we have to break, and that's one of them, that, oh, well, I'm not Lutheran, so... I'm not even going to think about the Lutheran high school. Yeah. What is it, though, about Lutheran high schools that are so special? Well, you know, we, we were talking about, you know, the easy answer would be, and, and when I say easy, I don't mean it's not significant. And the most important thing that makes us special is, is the foundation of, uh, of faith. Mm-hmm. And the fact that our staff, that our organization is, you know, the, the the foundation of our organization is built on the faith that we have in Jesus Christ. And obviously that is something that has always been and is never going to change. Um, beyond that, what I think makes us special is just the uniqueness of offering programs for students that... Um, struggle a little bit academically and yet at the same time you know we we can we can point to the fact that we have kids that will that have 34s and 35s on their act um you know off the charts on test scores they're getting millions upon millions of dollars in scholarship to some of the top universities in the country and they're doing incredible things as graduates in their profession um, some of which are radio personalities, <laughs> um, you know, all kinds of things like that. And, and yet we still have a place for, uh, you know, I still love to tell the story about the family that they've been in the church, whether it's the Lutheran church or whatever church it is, they've been, uh, you know, the church has been so important and vital in their lives and their kids, maybe, you know, maybe they're not going to get a 35 in their ACT. Maybe they're not going to be a 4.0 and take AP classes. They're going to struggle. They're going to walk into our buildings, maybe as CD-type students and just have to work their tails off to just get the C average. And we have a place for those kids that they, where they can flourish and they can be a part of drama and music and sports. And they're not going to be pigeonholed into you're the – you know, you're this category of student, and that's all you're going to be. Uh, that, I think, makes us unique. And, I, you know, we've been – that's been a challenge for us to look at how we approach that. And I, I think it's a, I, I, it's a lot for us to bite off, but it's a worthwhile mission. 
Indeed. Absolutely. Uh, we're just about out of time. Uh, so congratulations on uh, 75 years uh, and also on your retirement, <laughs> Steve, uh, this year. And, uh, and God's blessings to all of you uh, in the rest of this school year and looking forward to next year. Steve Meske, Superintendent, and Paul Looker, Assistant Superintendent of the Lutheran High School Association in Detroit. Thanks so much for joining us today on the Coffee Hour. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Well, that does it for today on this Monday uh, for the Coffee Hour. Andy should be back tomorrow, and uh, hopefully we'll have some nice weather this week, too. I'm looking forward to it. Yes, me too. <laughs> I'm Sarah Golseth. And I'm Rachel Bomberger. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support the Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you anytime, anywhere.